they'll prove our speed. Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O line soon as the QB say hype? <laughs> it's big game, big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah, <laughs> set the competition and he played with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Bug. Set everything you need and more. What's up, everybody? It's your guy, Jay Stoggs. In the place to be. Welcome to Big Game Sports Buzz. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend, the one we kind of, yeah, we all came to see him. Hey, Big Game James, what's good, my man? What's good? What up, Jay Stogg? Hey, man, I can't take all the credit. You know, hey, I couldn't even kick this thing off without you, brother, man. So I appreciate you and, and thank you for the, for the, for the bringing like that. Real quick before we get started tonight. Big uh, shout out to my boy Lonnie at Fat Boy Coffee. We you know we always we mention Fat Boy Coffee at the end of the show. But hey, the new little intro that we thrown on that was done by my man Lonnie, and I appreciate it. And hey, y'all, he he does some dope dope work. If you need some stuff done, comment, hit us up. I'll get you the information, and you will not be disappointed. That's for sure. That's for sure, yo. Again, welcome to Big Game Sports Buzz, where fanatics and pro athletes get together and try to figure it out at some point, somehow, some way. Yo, as always, we have a lot of great content uh, to really get through this week. We're starting off on Thursday, so we start the actual sports week, if you will, uh, especially when it comes to NFL. We're very excited about it. So without further ado, you know what? Let's go ahead and get into our four downs. So in our first down, we're looking at these um, Lakers. That's what we'll call them right now because they're still the Lakers. We could call them the old-time Lakers, the old-timers if we want. But, oh. yo, big game. Yes, sir. Is it is it too early? Is it too early for us to go ahead and discount the Lakers and saying that they're just too old? What's going on? Hey, man, the Lake. You know, and every time we think of the Lakers, I know at least I do. I think of that old school Showtime Lakers and want to say the Lake Show. Yeah. And the, what 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 happened on the uh, opening night against the Golden State Warriors was anything but Lake Showish. Um, if that's a word, if not, I made one up. It it was really surprising, but at the same time, I I got a lot of Lakers uh, Laker friends. And uh, my buddy, man, big shout out to my boy Elijah. He, he hit me up last night and said, "Hey, man." I'm giving them a week, and I might hit the panic button. I said, a week? <laughs> hey, it's got to be more than a week. He said, man, we're not gelling. And that's exactly what I saw. And everyone thinks that you can take a lot of stars and put them together on the team. Yeah. They're automatically going to be great. But at the same time, everyone can't be a star. And almost all these guys came off of being stars. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's got to be – someone's got to be Robin. Someone's got to be Pippin. Everyone can't be Jordan. Everyone can't be Batman, right? Mm -hmm. So, to me, who's going to play what role? You know LeBron is the guy, yeah. and he's going to be the man. There's no question about it. And then you got to go AD. 
to me, I never thought Westbrook, and it's just one game, but is Russ really the guy to sit back and play third fiddle to those two? I don't think he can, bro. I really don't think he can, Jake. No. So right now, the Lakers, to me, leave a lot to be – and then you bring back old Dwight Howard. And Dwight Howard, to me, seems always like the goofy kid that always wants to be the center of attention in the classroom that you got to say, sit down. But to that point, point, last – no, year before last, when they were in the bubble – Yo, he came up big in the playoffs when they needed him. True. Now, during the regular right. season, no, nah, you can't look to him. And I think the problem, too, is that you look at how, yeah, they're aged. And, and the thing is, to get them started, they're going to have to jail. They're all number ones at some point on their right. teams. Anthony Davis really should be the guy because he's the youngest and he's going to be the face of the franchise. But yet, how do you yield to LeBron? And does AD really want to come up and to be the number one guy? Like, Westbrook is no problem. I'll be number one guy, no problem. Right? Right. Um, LeBron's like, well, I'm number one guy anyway. These are my guys. These are my guys. Like, he says it all the time. But it comes back down to, okay, well, wait a minute. Where's Anthony in this? Where, Davis, where, where are you, bro? You are supposed right. to be the number one guy. I mean, right. we make the trades for you to get everyone in there. We need you to be that. But I don't think he wants to be number one. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he's pushing it off to let LeBron carry the torch. And I think LeBron is ready to set that torch up to be passed and play facilitator mm-hmm. if he has to. And that's the one great thing I like about LeBron James, man. He knows he can take over a game when he needs to, but yeah. he's always willing to facilitate as well. And I think if AD plays the role of leader and let LeBron facilitate along with Russ, then everything will be okay. So I don't think Laker fans should worry yet after the way it looked on opening night. But at the same time, it looks like it's going to take a lot longer than what people and fans thought it was going to take. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. going to be as easy as just stepping on the court like, hey, we here. And, Jake, my father-in-law and I, my father-in-law and I argued yeah. about this a lot. He was like, I was like, hey, man, 0-5 in the preseason. What up with that? We don't need no preseason. Preseason ain't nothing. And I was like, hey, nah, man. Preseason, you need to build the chemistry. Yeah. And I think the Lakers went into the preseason like, no big deal. We got this. Yeah. And I think it honestly showed that first night that they should have taken it a little bit more serious because Julius Randle just said the other night after their epic victory last night against Boston that they went to the preseason really trying to get to learn and know each other. So when the season started, they would already have a step up. But yeah. the Lakers yeah. didn't take that same approach. And I think it's really showing in the way they played the first night. That's it. That's it. All right. It's the late show. It may be the late show, if you ask me, man. Uh, just the way they playing. Golden State looks like they coming back ready to go. They got the players back. Everything's good. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just going to be one of those things where we're going to keep an eye out on them, of course, because it's the Lakers. But at some point – we're going to have to say, all right, when they start breaking down, because they do, you know, who's stepping up? Because you got older guys behind them. Like, it's sad, right. man. It's sad. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on them. Right. Second down. Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Who's we'll try. It's, it's Ben Simmons. It's Ben Simmons. Um, it's 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 funny to me how you you know you're wedded to the process, you're wedded to the city, you're all about Philly, 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 and then all of a sudden it's well they take me out of the game because I don't know why. We know why you got pulled. We know why. Right. You, you, right. You're not taking shots. You're not making free throws. Can't shoot. Right. Can't shoot. Right. Can't shoot. And, and I, you know. I look at other players like LeBron. LeBron said, you know, people kept saying, well, he can't shoot from the outside. All he can do is dunk. He's a 17-foot, you know, he's not a perimeter shooter. He's not a perimeter shooter. He can't hit the last shot. He can't hit the last shot. He can hit the last shot. The thing is, he tries to make the right. best basketball play. And that's why I like right. LeBron. And that's why I think a lot of people don't really understand what's going on with him. And they say, well, he doesn't have killer instinct. No, he makes the best basketball play. Yes. You know? And so if he's double teamed, and why would he take that shot if a guy is open? Now, the thing is, the guy has to make the shot. That's that. But, you know, you talk about Jason Kidd. He's the same way, you know, where it's like, yo, man, I, it doesn't make any sense because, uh, you know, Jason Kidd came in, couldn't hit the three-pointer. Win the championship, guess what he's doing? Hitting three-pointers. So right. you, you, you got to take it from the standpoint of, look, Ben Simmons, if you really, really want to play, you can play, but that attitude has got to change. Well, I mean, I just think is he's starting to be too dramatic right now. And he knows why he got took out of games last year. And in, in clutch, you missed free throws and you couldn't shoot from the three-point line. So now you become a, a liability. You have you can't extend your game, you can't shoot, and they're gonna do the hack of Simmons. That's it. You cannot be in the game. You are now a liability. And every great player that's had something they needed to work on, Jay. Yeah. They won it. Correct? Shaq got a free throw coach. Uh, Dwight did it. LeBron got a shooting coach. Some people, you know, some smalls I wanted to post up went and got with like Elijah wanted to learn how to do up and others and post people up to change their game and expand it. That's it. I don't know what Ben Simmons does, but it never comes to the argument like, hey, he's working on his game. It's always something else going on. And for Doc Rivers to have to kick you out of practice the other day. Man, come on. Let's dude, run. Come on, man. Give me a break. What's going on? Dude, they say, Doc, you know, we know Doc is old school. He's not going to change up what he does. He's nah. going to do it his way. And you got to abide by it. You can't say that you're better. You're going to do what's right for the team. Yet right. I ask you to do something to drill and get out and come back in. And you don't want to do it. Yeah, so yeah. now what? You set yourself up for failure. That's what's up. That's what's up. Right. Big shout out to uh, my man Smitty from Smitty Sports Machine. Make sure y'all check him out. Uh, yo, that dude right there is the last great point right here. Philly has babied him. Philly has babied right. him since he came in. Why? Because they thought, I believe, that he was going to leave. But they were trying to put together, okay, we have Embiid. We have Simmons. You know, we got other players. And then at some point, you know, you have, I mean, you have really, you have really good teams that are around them. That can do things. They're like, well, you don't have to shoot. We, we got that right. covered. But it's like, wait a minute. You're the superstar. We're paying you way too much. Bro, you need to step up. Jay, they, get, they let Jimmy Butler go. <laughs> Imagine if they would have kept Jimmy Butler with that run in the playoffs last year. Well, here's the question, though. Do you keep Jimmy Butler or do you keep Ben Simmons? Because that At was really time, what it came down to. It came down to it. Now it's showing that it bit him in the butt to keep, to keep Simmons and let Butler go. 
Butler flipped around that Miami team. Yeah, he had help with Hero and, and, and some other pieces, but at the same time, you give a leader like Jimmy Butler, you leave him on that Philadelphia team with Joel Embiid and other yep. players they put in place. Come on, man. Philadelphia made it. They may have made some noise because Butler's not going to bow down. No. Butler's not going to. Hey, they say the dude is a pit bull in practice. Oh, yeah. So he, he never stops playing hard all yeah. the time. So, you know, what is it? What? And now the thing is, the the more things like this come out on his attitude and not wanting to do things uh, and yeah. not wanting to play hard, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna kill his trade value. They're not gonna get anything for him. Oh yeah, no, nah, not only his trade value, but also his contract. So now it's like, okay, well, we can't trade you because you cost too much. We can't trade you because your attitude is so bad. So yeah, right, it's it's over for him. You know, they they they'll have to find out the best way to go. You know, uh, again, there's been talk about the Mavs picking him up or maybe trading for him. It's like, why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? You already have a lot of money committed to the top three players on the team at this point between Doncic, KP, um, and uh, Anthony Hardaway Jr. So it's like you're pretty much done at that point. Um, Right. So you'll have to trade one of those pieces. And they're like, well, just get rid of KP. It's like, no, have you watched them play? There's no way. And there's no other team I can think of, again, with the cap situation that's able to take on that uh, that amount of money without giving up a lot. And now, you like, know what's funny? Those same Laker fans I was talking about talking to, I've had numerous Laker fans talking about, hey, we'll take Ben Simmons. And I'll no, let y'all take him. Do that. Y'all, no, no, they will take him, but then they'll take five steps backwards, I think. As well. Oh, my gosh, because, yeah. Right, until he's willing to really do the work and 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 not being his feelings about stuff. Yep, he's not gonna he's not going to improve. Now, no. do I think he's a talented? Yes, but this is one I always tell people. I hate hearing about. Oh man, he's got a great ceiling. Well, shit, if the ceiling get too high, you ain't never gonna <laughs> touch it. You ain't never gonna touch the ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't play to get to the ceiling. And everybody talk about. Oh, he's got a low ceiling. All right, come help me win now. Because the thing is, the league is result oriented. Every league there is, Jay, result yeah. oriented, right? So you don't have time to get get that guy to that ceiling if they're yeah. not willing to yeah. help develop themselves along the way. So they got to quit talking that ceiling talk sometimes. You need people that's going to be able to come in one year. I mean, he's been in the league too long now to still need a lot of work at every position if he's going to be the best there is to be. To me, they was like, oh, yeah, he could be like LeBron. Mm-hmm. Nope, never, not a not, 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 I, I, blasphemy. Don't ever say it again. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. He cannot be LeBron because he doesn't work the way King James worked. Although, yeah. I'm the real King James. LeBron, you borrowed my name. It's okay. That's why I just go by big game now. <laughs> yeah, Smitty said he got a 10-piece for him for Kyrie. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you man. know what? If if you had, if you had a, a, another chicken sandwich with it, you can have King James. This King James, too. I guarantee that. <laughs> Yo, let's move on to third down, baby. <laughs> All right, so in third down, I'm talking about trades. Right now, there's some rumors that Deshaun Watson may be getting traded to Miami for Tua Tagovailoa. But here's the look. I don't. That's that. I don't. Tua. Tua. Mm-hmm. Tua. I ain't gonna mess the man's name up. But here's the thing, man. It, is the trade deal worth it right now? What are they asking for? A big game. It's a whole lot. You know, last I heard was what, two first, two, three first round picks, future first round picks, and two second round picks. That's it. 
and the price is too high, especially like we we've mentioned before. He still has legal issues behind him. We mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen from all that stuff that's pending. And you want them to give up the farm for it. Um, Miami is pretty desperate, uh, from what I've been hearing, to really, really get rid of Tua and make that move to bring Watson in. They think that he can be the guy. But you you can't do the Dallas Cowboy, Minnesota Vikings, Herschel Walker trade. You, 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 can't, you can't do that kind of deal. Dallas won – Three what two three Super Bowls in a row yeah. because Minnesota was that retarded to get rid of all them. Uh, them and it looks like they're trying to get other people involved in the trade as well. Like, wait a minute, well, man! It's- I think, well, they're saying a third team would help alleviate some of the some of what's being asked for. You right. know, you don't normally right. get a three way trade a lot in football like you do in the NBA. No. But Miami is really trying to make something happen. I think it's closer than than people know. And also, you know, that trade deadline, man, November 2nd is coming. It's going to be here before you know it. Before you so know it. they really, really got to try to work something out to get it done. Yeah. And, um, and, and you know, what's going to really happen with that? They really need to do it. I also think other people need to come into – well, if other people come into play, I don't know what I help. You know, like, Smitty, you just made a good point, man. Like watching it, it makes sense for the for the skins. You know, they get a quarterback, their quarterback away. I mean, they might be a playoff team if they get – I'm still not like I said. We we've talked about Heineke, but my thing is, from what I heard, the the Washington football team likes likes uh, Tua. So I don't know who gets traded out of what. Hey man, but this is but this is this is where my question comes back in the play of okay, is Tua that bad? Has he played that bad in Miami to warrant him to be traded or even you know be shopped around and say, look, we don't want this kid. Which I don't understand because I'm like, look, have you really put anything around him for him to really shine to do anything? I just, I think you put Deshaun in the same situation in Miami, he's going to have the same results. I mean, here's the question. How many more games does Deshaun win you than Tua? And is it enough to not only push you in the playoffs, but then push you to contender? Does Deshaun do that? Damn, hey, you just hit a good point on that, Stog. I I want to say, just off the rip, that we know that Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Tua is right now at this point in his career. So some of the small mistakes that Tua makes, you don't get those same mistakes out of Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. And we know in the NFL, that can be the difference between a win and a loss, depending on who you play that week. At the same time, you, you they still need offensive line help. They still need a solid running game because Gas is not getting it done. Name a receiver um, off the Dolphins. Name a receiver off the Dolphins team. And, uh, don't they have Parker, last name? Uh, <laughs> you guessing like my five-year-old with these words. Come on, man. Give me a name. You know, hey, man, you know who I'm talking about, man. You know my <laughs> – you know – you know my CTE be hitting up my brain sometimes, <laughs> man. Yes, I'm blaming it on the, I'm blaming it on all, all the, all the history. Come on, man. The, the, you know the brother, the, the black guy. Uh, hey, point. He's hey, like point well, point he's like well five taken. ten to six three. Hey, you nah, know, man. It's man. Hey, man. You gonna make me look up? Hey, the point is. I can't argue you. I can't argue you down on that. They don't have a stable of receivers no. that you know of. No, they have to continue to build. To build that. But my whole thing is, if that was the case, why did you take him when you did in the draft when it comes down to Tua? Why did he get picked where he did if he really wasn't who you want? Because he's an Alabama quarterback. He's an Alabama quarterback who won a national championship. To to me, that's it. Because the the same reason 
that Tua was picked where he was is the same reason that Colt McCoy was picked as a Texas quarterback, which Texas quarterbacks don't do well in the league, which we've talked about before. I mean, that that's Teddy Bridgewater's backup. Like, wait a minute. What? That that's the thing that that frustrates me on this part of you knew what he was, you knew what you had. So again, what what do you do with him? Do you build an offense around him or do you try to fit him in an offense that may not work for him? So now you bring in Deshaun. Again, my question is, okay, how many more games does that win you? You know, I don't. But 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 Jay, you got to think about it like this. That <laughs> if they yeah, right, the best tight end, best receiver, the tight end. But you got to think about it like this, Jay. If they make that move now for Deshaun Watson, it's not for this season. They've, are they they oh, yeah. they already know what this they already know what this season is. So now they're gonna hope that the adding of Deshaun Watson is the lure for other people to want to come down to South Florida and be a part of something that can be better. Now you put the right quarterback in place. It does help you out in free agency a little bit. And I think if they get him, if they don't give up too much, then they can still add some pieces in free agency, add to it, and be a team to watch. So here's the question. Here's the question then. Let's say you add Watson. You have the same coach. How many years do you give that coach in order to win with Watson? Given that, let's say you get two first-round picks. How many years do you give him? I think you got to give Flores at least two years. At least two years with him to see how it goes. Now, the GM's got to go to work. He's got to make things work. They got to they gotta get in there. They got to talk about who they need, what they need to add. Um, uh, offensive, offensive lineman, running game, something's got to help. And you know where they got to go. They got to get after it. <laughs> I mean, it's you talk about scouts, it's made it another good point. And check, make sure you check out, uh, you know, Smitty Sports Machine. Dude, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, yo, it comes down to, again, in my opinion, how many game, how many more games will you win? Is that enough to get you where you want to go? And right now, Miami, what? They have one win? Do they have a win? They have one win this season, right? And then they want to drive. I, well, right now, the goal for them has got to be to get to a 500 team. That's That should be the first goal, correct? If you're not winning – more than right. half your game of the season, it's got. Right. I mean, they got to go. They got to go baby steps. I didn't let Flores do that. He came then, in. He, he changed the mindset and the landscape of the team, supposedly. But then they still don't have everything go because year before with Fitz Magic, they looked like they were about to start going the right way, and then yeah. kind of just snowballed a little bit at the end. And then this year came out to show that it wasn't going to be promising at all. Tua got hurt, and it's just like, oh boy, here we go again. Dolphins back at the bottom of the AFC East. What are they going to do? Well, look, first of all, you know how I feel about mobile quarterbacks. I don't care what you look like or where you're from, but if you're a mobile quarterback, more than likely, you're going to get hurt in the season. Maybe not this season. Maybe it's next season, but you're going to get hurt. It, that's just what it is. So you're going to miss games, right? The, the big issue with, with, with Tua in Miami and why I keep going back to this, how many more games you're going to win, is that at the end of the season, he now goes into his court battles so that could be another season. We don't know what's going to happen, what it looks like, right? So I, I think the the payoff is way too big for what you're paying for. And, I mean, I, I hate it for him because I think he needs a better situation than Houston. 
He's done his time. He's done well for Houston, but now there's no one there. It's time for him to move on in order for him to do better as well as the organization because I, it's just going to be a bad deal. You hit the points you need because I think we can go on for the down forever. I'm gonna let, hey, we're going to end it on that. In fourth down, OBJ, again, talking about trading him. Should should the Cleveland Browns trade OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr.? Is that is is that the best thing for them? Man, you know it's crazy to see how this has been kicked around on all the different uh, sports blogs and TV shows, mm-hmm. and what Stephen A. Smith had to say about the Green Bay Packers should really make a run for him. That if Aaron Rodgers had that receiver with Devontae Adams, that they'd definitely be a Super Bowl team. Um, I think. Odell Beckham still has a lot to give the game of football. Um, why it hasn't worked out in Cleveland not the way they thought it would, I'm not sure. Um, I'm talking about even before the injury. It mm-hmm. wasn't looking like, you know, they weren't gelling the way they said that, you know, they thought they would with having him in there. Uh, Freddie Kitchens is gone. Um, they, I like the run-first mindset they have to help protect yeah. Baker Mayfield when he's healthy to get things going. And you would think that that would help plan to oh, Odell's route running and, and things like that. I don't know what the deal is because for some reason, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Odell wants to be in Cleveland anymore. I think that's what I think he wanted to at first. He wanted to get back with Landry. He thought it was going to be a great situation, but now it just seems like you know what this this not going to work. Like they went out on a couple of dates. Um, yeah, <laughs> she, she didn't she didn't quite do it. For you nice and all, but and like, you 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 pretty and all, but you know your toes don't look right. You nice, you know, but. but, I mean, but yeah, so, you know, I think they went out on a couple of dates. He ain't really excited and happy about how that last date turned out. And he, he ready to get a new girlfriend. That, you, you, you know, know what it reminds me of, though? It reminds exactly. me of the scene, you know, in uh, in Boomerang, where, you know, you got a little shine real nice, but she had hammer toes. I mean, that's Odell <laughs> Beckham, man. That's where he is right now. Like, they're like, oh, hammer toes. Oh, my God. Like, I had to right. get out of there. I mean, San Fran wouldn't be a, a bad idea. You know what I'm saying, Smitty? But I think actually Seattle probably would be even a better fit for him uh, once they get Wilson back. Uh, I think if you pair him with Metcalf on one side and him on the other, man, you got a, a lethal – and you got Lockett that can uh, you know move into the slot. I think you have a winning combination there, and you can always you know back them up with the other guys that they have. But I think if you put those three, that puts them on the elite side of, uh, you know, of, of where – you can definitely look at uh, this squad, man. I, I'm telling you, it's it's one of those things where Odell has to be in the right situation with the right quarterback. Um, right. You know, he can't have a mid-tier quarterback where that's where he is. Um, I mean, Mayfield will right. never be a top-tier quarterback. He'll never be in the top seven. Eight, never? Ever, ever. Ever, never, ever. That's not him. He will never be there. Never be there. Smitty said Seattle can't afford a bag of lays. <laughs> They're going to have to give up some things now. They're going to have to make it work. But if they Seattle can, then, I mean, you know, the, 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 the thing that I look at with, with Odell Beckham is he's saying all the right things this season. Yes, true, 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 true. He's grown up a lot. 
He's grown up a I, lot. I mean, God. If I'm double, okay, pass it to him. You know, whatever the case may be. I think he's saying all the right things, but I think it really comes down to where can he go where it fits the scheme and right. in the quarterback. And uh, it, there's actually a few places I think he could go. I think Seattle, like I said, is one. Um, but they have to have the money to make it right. Otherwise, you cutting Green Bay. They, the offense isn't the problem. It's the defense there. The defense is their problem. And until they figure that out. But they really have no other weapons besides Adams, so they could use another. They could use a number two. Uh, yeah, they could. But I mean, okay, you score, but you're gonna have to outscore your opponents. But they can do that if they got another weapon. Mm. Their defense is okay enough to get a stop somewhere. <laughs> somewhere down the line, they're gonna get a stop somewhere. Like a rolling stop sign. That's all it is, man. I mean, sure, you know, oh, it's more like a yield. They're more like a yield, not a stop sign. Okay. More like a yield. Got it. It's more like a year. Hey, all right. Well, yo, that's our uh, four downs. Yo, appreciate you for that. Up next, great segment here. Oh, hell no. 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 All right, and of course, some people are going into a wardrobe uh, uh, change here. Um, you know, this is the same show. Uh, yeah, okay, the Hawks, whatever. They they're not gonna beat the Mavs tonight, man. Hey, we got we we got them we got them we got them Havericks tonight. You know what? And and there is my old hell no right there. Thank you. I didn't have one. I do now. There's my old hell no. Oh hell no, bro. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Yo. Our, our, our oh hell no actually comes from uh, the great. I can't even say it, man. I'm sorry. I'm just too Texan. From that place they call Oklahoma. Big game. What's sure. going on in Oklahoma, man? Hey, man. So we talked about college football last week, Jay. Yes, and we really got into talking about what uh, was it Caleb would look like coming in, stepping up uh, to help win that game when OU took on University of Texas yeah. last week. And Norman, they made the surprise announcement that he was going to start over uh, Spencer Rattler. And the stands went crazy. So now all the rumors and things come out about what Rattler's going to do and going to go into the portal and leave schools, right? Yeah. Yo, why does, why does Rattler, Rattler unfriend the true freshman quarterback on all social media platforms? Come on, man. Really? This is what you're doing? That's you're it. that immature. You're that upset. Your gameplay got you bent. Right. That's that's why. That's why. That's you know why I, I had to put him on. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> hey, your defense, I mean, excuse me, your gameplay gets you pinched. <laughs> this young man comes in and has a heck of a game, starts the next week, knocks it out the park. Hey, he's not giving up the keys to the car. They not taking the keys from him, nor should they. But you that immature, you're that much of a baby, you're that much of a wannabe diva that you can't even <laughs> congratulate your dude on doing his thing. You gonna unfriend him on social media? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. hell no. Nah. <laughs> oh hell no. Nah. 
Look, and, and shout out to Jose, man. Appreciate you, uh, you know what I'm saying, stopping in here, checking out the, the podcast. Look, let me tell you something, man. It, they're getting younger and younger and younger and younger and younger because that's just how they are. That's their mindset. He's crying like a little baby. Hey, look, Jalen did it right. Jalen said, okay, I'm going to stick around for another year. I'm going to see what's going on. Once I see that, you know what, this is no longer my team. He stepped in the spot into the spot, you know, right. during uh, <clears throat> excuse me, during the championship. Didn't work mm-hmm. out. Hey, you know what? I'm moving on. I'm going to okay OU. All right, cool. He goes there for a year, makes his name, makes his dollars, goes into the draft. No problem. Right. But this is right. the type of kid that's had things handed to him all of his life. And now all of a sudden, when there's some adversity, it's you know what. This is the only way I know. This is my platform. This is his platform. Kyrie has his. This is Spencer Rattler's. I'm saying, you know what? I'm unfriending you. I'm going to show everybody in the world we're not friends anymore on social media. Give me a break, bro. Oh, hell no. Oh, Oh, hell no. All right, yo, appreciate that. That's been another segment of Oh, hell no. Um, Now we get to go into a good segment we like. Who you, are we doing? Who you got? Yeah, yeah. Who you got? Yeah, who you got? Opportunity. We're gonna do who you got. Who you got? All right. So this week I'm starting off because usually I let big games start off, but I'm so excited about my who you got. The first who you got I have is Cincinnati. I'm actually interested in seeing what Cincinnati is going to do this week against those Ravens. Are are they really who they are? Are they, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But, yeah, Cincinnati, that's my who you got. And, of course, tonight, who I got? The Mavericks, man. I got them Dallas Mavs for life, baby. Look, that's the dudes, man. I love the Mavs. I've been a Mavs fan since, well, you know, Rolando Blackman, Roy Tarpley. You know what I'm saying? That's my guys, man. That's, that's, that's it, man. So, yeah, that's who I got. Hey, that's that, that that's a good one, dog. I, I, I like how you think. I like how you operate. And um, we just talked about the Seattle Seahawks. And one of the things I took away from a lot of what was going on this week on the internet and on Twitter and everything else is DK Metcalf. Who you get? That's my who you got player. Is he going to step up? Can he block out what goes on on social media and just be a playmaker? We've seen him make amazing plays before. Can he do it again? That's I, I really want to see what DK does. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to see yeah. how he responds. And if Gino can even get him the ball. Okay. Sorry. Uh oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then, hey, not to copy you, but the reason I put the hat on, my Atlanta Hawks. Hey, no, Trey no. Young had a heck of a season last year, man. They just paid Kevin Herter a bunch of money to, you know, to see what he can do. John Collins, <laughs> Collins plays above the rim. Hawks made a good run in the playoffs last year. And I just want to see if they can come out and start the season off with the same energy. It just so happens that we're playing the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, well, I, hey, Jay, I just still hope we're friends after this, after we beat y'all tonight. You see what I'm doing right there? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm doing, right? For, no, you flicking me off like a booger. No, no, no. What I'm doing is I'm throwing these. These are called L's. You about to catch them. Because you're catching an L tonight. All Hawks Nation, 
please get ready for this L. I know Trey Young, he's a great player. Look, I give, I take nothing from him. You wish but, you had him. No, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I know you like Luca. I'm, I'm good just, with yeah, the, you. I'm good with the rookie of the year. I'm gonna argue my point. I don't I don't care what you say. Luca <laughs> Duca. Whatever. Man. I'm still see, thinking about the first round of the playoffs. You're saying wow. You beat New York. You beat New York. You beat New York. And then we beat Philly too. What are you talking about? We we already know about Philly. We already know about that. Oh, so you trying to discredit our dub last? Okay, you're right, man. It's all good. That's who I got. Don't question me. Bro. I'm just saying. That's who I got. It's New York. It's New York. It's New York. It's New York. Yo. All right. So that's who you got. Next, we're going to roll into pretenders or contenders. So in this segment, we're actually going to break down some teams that we see on the bubble and not only the NFL, but also some teams in the NBA that we're saying, hey, pretenders or contenders. All right, so we're going to start right here in the AFC for the NFL. Cincinnati, pretender, contender. What you think, big game? Hey, man, I think the way Joe Burrow is playing and then uh, – um. See here, I go again. My brain farts, man. What is wrong with me tonight? Hey, Sunday, I usually have a little bit more time to relax before we do the show. Thursday, I came from work. My brain's still all it's over. It's because you have that hat on. It's the hat. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you make it on that one, man. Um, <laughs> needless to say, I believe Cincinnati surprised a lot of people the way they're playing so far this year. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow is showing that he was worth being that number one overall pick. I think that you got to give Cincinnati a contender shot. Okay. I'm, I'm putting that in that you put them as a contender. I, I kind of agree with you, though. I, I think they are a contender. I don't think they're a pretender at this point. They, they've proven themselves a little bit. I love Joe Mason coming out of the backfield. Joe Burrow looks like he's the guy. Uh, I think if they put a little bit more in the front of them, they give them more protection. Uh, and the defense can, you know, get short up just a little bit more. I think you right. may even have a better chance, uh, not only in the division but in that conference. All right, we're gonna move over to the NFC, New Orleans. Hey man, I, you know, I'm Dan if I do and Dan if I don't because every time I say something bad about the Saints, I gotta <laughs> hear, "Oh, you hate Jameis," and I don't hate Jameis Winston, y'all. I still don't see the Saints. I, I still don't see them as being a contender. Why are you why are you hating on Jameis, man? Why are you hating said, on that brother? You didn't say Jameis is is he a contender or a pretender? You said New Orleans Saints. It's, it's, right? Yeah, but he's the quarterback. See, if he was a quarterback somewhere else, man. But you hate no, it's people like you that just hate on Jameis. Hey man, I like crab legs like the next <laughs> man. Okay. Hey, I know he I, did I think, a hookup. I, I, take Uber rise, I take Uber rides like the, like the next man, too. But <laughs> I hold nothing against Jameis what he's done in his past. So New Orleans is a pretender. Is a pretender. They, New Orleans is straight pretender, dog. We've already talked. <laughs> they, they not about – man, they're they not going to make <laughs> the playoffs. caps. Pretender. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, Smitty is straight Hawks. I mean, Falcons fan. We ain't well, see, about them. They, can't, they, can't make, they can't even make the conversation. <laughs> but Saints, no. Pretender. All right, we're gonna flip back over to AFC. So we're going back and forth AFC, NFC. The Las Vegas Raiders. Pretender, contender. 
I mean, you know, we talked before about the Raiders, and I, I said that they were contenders. Everything came up with Chucky, with little Johnny Boy, Johnny Gruden. Sorry. Um, I still this think – I think the team now, I think that weighed on them against Chicago, and they played like they had something on their minds and on their brains. I think this week is going to tell me if they're contender or pretender or not, but I'm still going to put them in the contender category, and we'll see hmm. how they operate this week. I actually think they're more of a pretender. I think they're mm-hmm. going to raider it up at some point in time. I think last week was just an emotional kind of deal. But, yeah, man, I, I think I think at this point there's too much going on. Uh, they have to figure out what their identity is. Um, you know, and I know Jacobs is back, which is good, and the defense is starting to, you know, really step it up. But to me, at some point they're going to figure out how to lose. It's just the right away. So, Wow. Yeah, I'm going to put him in contender. Okay. All right, NFC, Minnesota. The Vikings playing football this year? Wow, okay. It- <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, hey, you know me. I say that being silly because <laughs> because because coming into coming into the season, um we all know Devin Cook is one of the best running backs in the league. Yep. The Vikings had what what I thought was going to be a stonewall type defense, and I hadn't seen it this year, man. I, yeah. I know. Contender, pretender? Hey, man, I think you put them on here just for some filler. They pretender, dude. <laughs> Look, every and, and here's a caveat. Every team on here is above 500. Right, every okay. team on here is above 500. So that's – and, you know, it's not every team. It's not the top and it's not the bottom. It's those bubble teams that we're looking at. And Minnesota is considered a bubble team. If the playoffs started, uh, they would be right there underneath New Orleans just barely missing it. So, I mean, yeah, they, they, they're they right there. They're right well, they, there. If I got to compare them in New Orleans, maybe they aren't uh, pretenders. Psych. <laughs> hey, hey, my boy Fred, Fred Smooth said the best. Hey, y'all, if you get a chance, please. Go check out Smitty Sports Machine interview with former Washington football team and Minnesota Viking defensive back uh, Fred Smoke. Oh, yeah. You will laugh until your side cra- uh, cramps yeah, that's up. That's good stuff. Fred, Fred was, man, he was killing it on there. But he said, don't fall for Kirk Kane. He said, you fall for that <laughs> Kirk Kane and you're going to need rehab every time. And when this man told me this and pointed out some different things and the way I see them playing this year, nah, man. Vikings, Vikings are straight pretender. Wow. All right. We're going to move on. Denver Broncos in the AFC. All right. You know, man, we've, t- we've discussed these Broncos a lot. Yep. They lost three straight games. But realistically, they lost the teams that we knew they were, well, two of the three. I still thought they could win the Pittsburgh game, and yeah. they kind of gave yeah. that one up. So yeah. I thought in that stretch they would go one and two. They went on three. Uh, well, tonight against the Browns is going to be big for them. They really yeah. need to go out here and win this game to stay in contention in yeah. the AFC yeah. West and really have a chance. But, you know, with the uh, Chargers, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the Raiders, and then them, they'll find a way to shoot themselves in the foot and mm-hmm. be, be be below all those teams, I think. I think I'm going to have but Denver to the pretender side unless they come out victorious tonight. A victory yeah. tonight will make me make me say otherwise, but I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna find a way to. I can't say that they'll probably beat Cleveland because Cleveland is beat up tonight. 
Yeah. So if they win this game, then I say we have to leave them in a the contender category because they're still going to have a chance to make a push at the end of the season in the uh, in the West. I want to put them in pretender uh, because the AFC West right now is so weird um, in in where everyone is, um, and we're going to kind of touch on that here in a minute here. Uh, yeah, Chicago pretender contender. Man, Chicago is a straight pretender, dude. I mean, they the quarterback roundtable, they they don't really have a, a quarterback right now in fields that's really, really ready to be on the field with what's around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe Justin Field has the talent to be a good, really good NFL quarterback. Yeah. And I think as soon as they put other pieces around that. Uh, the run game for Chicago has been inconsistent to me. To me, if the Raiders don't have all that junk going, because this is the thing. We found out about it Monday after that loss to Chicago, right? Yeah. After that game. That means it was going on before that. That means the players started hearing about it before then. Yeah. That means they went into that game sidetracked. Chicago took advantage of a team that wasn't focused and ready to play, and they beat them. Yeah. That's what I think. I still don't see Chicago being that group of guys that's going to rally up strong at the end and put together a good run to be a contender. I just don't think – I think right now they're the Chicago Cubs, not the Bears. All right, gotcha. He said Chicago is the mean. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's here's a tough one, man. KC, pretender, contender. Man, I feel like you always set me up on this question. We talked about (laughs) Kansas City so much, and I think – we continue to talk about Kansas City just because Kansas City's, you know, their buzz and the name they made for themselves. Um, yeah. I mean, I, they, they just came off of a Super Bowl appearance, two, two in a row. They won the championship two years ago. Right. And I still think, like I said, Mahomes quarterback didn't get it. I still think they can go on a run, man. And I know you've been hard on, on Mahomes lately. It's – their defense is bad, dog. Their defense that's, is bad. And that's and that's why I put them in a pretender because that defense is so and look, I live in a city with a team that's had a bad defense for many years and have said, Wow, this offense is good, but for some reason we keep just getting blown out. We keep getting, you know, knocked out. But because our defense cannot help win the game. Here's the thing, right? And I and I, and I look at it from this standpoint. You look at different players mm-hmm. and different parts of teams that can win you a certain number of games. So if right. I said, okay, I've got Dak Prescott on my team, right? How many games can Dak Prescott win by himself? If you say, hey, look, it's on Dak Prescott. He can win you maybe four or five games just by himself, right? right. He's going to put it on his shoulders. That's four or five games. Okay, let's put it on the big side, the five games. Then we say, all right, how many games can Zeke win? Well, Zeke can maybe get you one, maybe two. Okay, so that means that's six or seven games that you're winning. Now the defense, right, how many games can the defense win you? And we can put special teams in there. And if we can say, look, we can the defense can win you three or four games by themselves. Dak isn't having a great game. Zeke isn't having a great game. But the defense, hey, they're the ones that's they're coming up with picks. They're coming up. They're making big stops, right? Um 
then yeah, they can maybe get you three or four games before. They would lose games. So you'd have a minus on that side instead of a plus. So right. now we're looking at Dallas's defense to say, you know what, I think they can give you maybe two or three games. But their Chiefs, the way their defense is built, or at least not built, they're losing. They're on the minus side of it. So to me, they're a contender. They're not going to make the – I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, which makes the AFC West so weird. Because out of the AFC West, who do you have? Las Vegas? It's, it would be the, I think it would be, no, it would be the Chargers over Vegas, I believe. Okay, yeah, the Chargers, Chargers win, but no one else makes it out of the division. I, I, I still think I still think the Chiefs have a chance. I know you think oh, I'm yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Hey, and Smitty, look, Arizona, we already put them in contender, bro. That's They number one. They still the undefeated. I, I can't even say they're pretending. Their defense is cooking too good. Their uh, quarterback is too good. Kyler, Kyler Murray is pow, pow, pow. He's killing folks. And you got D-Hop back there like, what? Oh, I'll catch it. Huh, hit me. That's fine. I'm just saying, man, look. They, um, and now they got, oh, who's the tight end for Philly? They, they was like, Philly's like, ah, oh, yeah, you can have no problem, whatever. Yeah. Come on, man. That's, they stacking money. They stacking money. Yeah, so Arizona definitely. Uh, all right. Carolina, the last one. Pretender, contender. Man, the way they gave up that last game, man, I just, I, I can't, I can't, uh, um, sorry. I, I, I just can't see it right now. I don't know. McCaffrey's not back to help out in that back, but he didn't play yeah. last week, right? No. Still don't know what his status and his situation is. I, I really, really thought that they had a chance, and then they just, I don't know. I want to say pretender still. Yeah, man. Look, they gave up the booty like it was the last pickle with an outlet in it. I'm telling you, man, you can't play like that and expect to win games and be there in the playoffs. You're going to have teams that they're just good. Everybody's good now, right? It's no gimmies. And so if you can't win those big ones, you out of there. You ain't going to make it, man. You ain't going to make it. All right. 650, that concludes pretender or contender. Now we come to a segment we all know and love. It is now time for the top five list. That's like the top five. Yo, every time we get up here, we're like, yo, top 100? No, sir. Top 50? Uh Uh-uh. Top 25? Get that out of here. Top 10? Nah, too easy. Top five list. The top five list, who you going to have in, who you going to have out. This week's top five. Look, Halloween's coming. It's getting closer and closer. So we figured, you know what? Top five scariest movies. Yo, make sure you hit us up in the chat because we want to hear your list. You know, Big Games, I haven't heard his. I'm very curious about what he's got. Here's the caveat. I don't watch scary movies. I don't care what you say. I don't do zombies. I don't do apocalypse. I don't like that. That's not my thing. But here we go. Top five scariest movies. Big game. Go for it. Hey, Jay, I'm about to kick it off. Hey, I still want to know how you know a movie's scary if you don't even watch it, man. It's okay. Don't don't do me like that. I'll I'll, I'll let you explain that, you know, if you ever want to explain it. If not, you can leave me me to wonder forever. I I am going to leave you to wonder. Five scary movies. And as I got older, I don't think a lot really scares me, 
But I had to think back to when I was a little bit younger, when I got caught up in between, you know, eh, I don't know. But, hey, this is my list. I like it. I think you're going to get a kick out of it. So number five for me was uh, Friday the 13th. Jason Voorhees was, he terrified me. The hockey mask, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, didn't want to do it, hated it, ran every time the movie came on. I want to watch it. Hold on. Did you say Jason Voorhees and Friday the 13th? Am I making a mistake? Yeah. Jason Voorhees is Halloween. Friday the 13th, that's Freddy. No, 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 no. Michael Myers is Halloween, homie. Oh, thank you. You're right. Hey, come on, Flavor. Boy, that's a good... Hey, Jose, Exorcist is a good pick. That's... Hey, that... Ooh, I forgot about that. Do your list. Okay, my bad. So, number five, Friday the 13th. There you go. Number four, now we will jump to Michael Myers and Halloween. Hey... Jay, it's some just by the music alone. The Halloween music came on. It was like, beep. Man, <laughs> I got quiet like somebody was in the house coming. And then why it seem like every time you're watching a scary movie like that, the doorbell ring or something like that? You think Michael Myers outside about to get you. Okay? Michael Myers Halloween. That's my number four. All right? Okay. That's my number four. My number three. Not the new thing. New joint. I ain't seen it, but the original. Candyman. Something about a brother with a hook and bees flying out his mouth. Hey, yo, it was pretty scary. Candyman is my number three. That's good. Loved it, loved it, loved it. But it still scared me a little bit. Yeah. But I did love it. Number two. I don't even know how they made a series out of this because the first one was based off a true story. But it still scared the snot out of me. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh Leatherface. Dude, just the whole thought of that ain't even right. Leatherface and the sequels and all that crazy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, my number two. Number one, this thing, my, my mother still teases me about this, Jay. <laughs> my mom still te- I'm 46 years old. My mom teases me. Don't matter how old you are. Here's Johnny. Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Oh, my God. You see? <laughs> Dude, The Shining freaked me out. That's my all hey. I mean, it, it gave was me some it the bad. two girls, the twins that got you? The red rum, red rum. Hey, yeah, the red rum. Hey, dog, it didn't sit well with me. And he stuck his head <laughs> through the face. And the little boy was like, hey, dog, hey, man. Something about the shiny. Hey, yo, I didn't want to stay in hotels for a minute when I was little. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I'm just telling you the God honest truth. The shiny Ooh, messed that's me funny. up. That's funny. All right, yo, so that's a pretty good list, man. That's, that's, that's pretty good. All of those are very scary. Uh, most of them I did not watch. Um, so I will take your word for that. <laughs> but I know of them. I know of them. I know those are the ones I didn't want to watch. Um, so, yo, for my top five, you know I don't do a particular order. So, whatever. Um, I'm missing the ones that you mentioned. We do have some similarities, man. Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger. Uh, yeah, that was oof, snatching up kids and... Ah, man, come on. Nah, nah. Uh, Candyman. I didn't look at mirrors for a minute, dude. Um, I didn't look at mirrors for a minute because of that movie. So, growing up, uh, I know I looked a mess going to school. I didn't care. I wasn't looking in the mirror. <laughs> you said I, I looked a mess. You stupid. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, uh, Smitty. Um, so, my next one. And again, this is not in particular order. Poltergeist. 
Poltergeist was one of those movies I was like, ah, like they hooked me and like, okay, what's, you know, they're back. What's, 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 bro, Poltergeist. That joint right there. Like people died on the set. That should tell you how, how scary like that movie is when people actually die on the set. Like people die after, like it's something, mm -mm. that's another reason why I don't watch it. But there's there's several several reasons why I don't watch scary movies. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Us, Us was a scary movie, and I think it was because there were black people in a scary movie, and it was written by a black person. So it was like he knew how to make you as a black person scared. And and you know I don't want to put anything out there like that, but Us was mm -mm, no. Come on, come on, Jay. Us for real. Didn't us. watch it. Us. I think I watched maybe three minutes of it. I was like, nah, this is too you scary. Watch, you watch. Oh, my God. Okay. No. Nope. No. Nope. I told you, anything. Anything. Weird. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Come scary. Look, anything that resembles zombies or undead or anything like that, like that has it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Man, I don't watch it. You, uh, you just made me lean back in my chair on you, dog. I can't I don't believe care. that. I don't care. Yeah, I don't Look, big game, I lean back all the time on you. So just to let you know. Uh, and of course, my final one. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. The Exorcist. Bro, when that girl sat up and started, you know, to pee the green. Oh, yeah. that grossed me out. Are you kidding me? Now, and then her head spun around, bro. Uh, when you have priests in your house and they can't do nothing. Right. I, Smith, I don't care. You call me wuss. It does not right. bother straight me. Up, mother really, straight up. I don't straight care. Up. I don't watch and this it, stuff because I don't know. Elm Street was funny. Freddy Krueger was was a clown with, with a burnt face. He wasn't scary. <laughs> <What though>. was <laughs> Bro, five-year-olds now, they don't even care anymore. They don't even care, you know, that it's scary. They, they like, my daughter, she's 14. She's loving this. Oh, we should watch. I'm not watching that. Are you kidding me? Hey, so Jay, let me ask you a question real quick, what? man. Would you? So you wouldn't watch The Conjuring? No. What about Saw? No. What? No. You wouldn't watch Saw? Saw's not scary, bro. Okay, yeah. I don't watch Saw. I don't watch it. You know, I, I don't. Look, here's the thing. What's the, uh, what's the show that the kids really like that was on Netflix? It was set in the Squid, 80s or whatever. Huh? Oh, wait. Not Squid Games. No, no that's I don't watch that either. <laughs> I'm not watching that. No, what? no, I'm not, I'm not watching that, man. I'm not right. watching that stuff. That's not. I don't do that. I don't watch World War Z. I don't watch. Uh, 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 what was that? The uh, the show that everyone loved with all the zombies and stuff. I don't watch that, man. The Walking Dead. Huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't watch that, man. I don't play the game. I don't. Let me tell you something, man. Like I love video games, but I don't even play. Like if it has like the, <laughs> I don't play that stuff, man. Anything in the background with the, the noises, I don't, I don't, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to read about it. I don't want to play it. Nope, I don't celebrate Halloween, man. All right, that's, that's all. Hey, man, I I respect I respect your list because you have some Stranger you know, Things. Thank you. I don't watch that either. I never watched Stranger Things. I mean, I think I've seen like one episode. It was me. It wasn't scary, bro. Hey, I yeah. respect your list, though. It's, I mean, two, <laughs> two You made fun of my shining. I'm gonna make fun of your us. It's all to the good, dog. That's, that's, what, cool. that's what we do. Yeah, the that's ring, cool. the ring had me. I watched some of that. I watched some of the ring. Nah, I don't have it. And then it came out with like a ring too. And the Japanese version is supposed to be like even worse. 
in the American right. version. Right. I'm done with that. Good. Yo, good. let's, let's get this last segment, man. Y'all, let's do this. Let's on. do this. And now it's time for Big Game's Extra Point. Take it away, Big Game. Hey, yo, this is Game's Extra Point. And before I kick off Game's Extra Point, Game's Extra Point is brought to you by Fat Boy Coffee. That's right. If you like good, smooth, freshly brewed coffee, you need to go to phatboicoffee.com. In the coupon code, put in Big Game 97, all caps, to get your 10% discount on Fat Boy Coffee. You know, there's a lot that goes on, and me being a former player, I always watch the game, analyze, talk about uh, some of the younger players and what they do and how they do things. What I know is this is never going to stop. This is how a lot of guys make their money. This is a lot of what a lot of guys do. And this past week, Shannon Sharp, a.k.a. Uncle Shay Shay, had some words for DK Metcalf and his play when it came down to their Sunday night game with the Pittsburgh Steelers and they end up losing that game in overtime. Uh, Sharp criticized, excuse me, Metcalf for not going out of bounds and playing selfish football. Metcalf came back, had some choice words for Shannon Sharp. But what I wanted to say is, yo, DK, get out your feelings. You know, this is something that goes on forever. It's going, it's, it has gone on. It will go on. Twitter just makes it an instant delivery now. The word is going to get to you faster. If you know you're going out, playing your best game, take it with a grain of salt, keep it moving. You can't get caught up in your feelings because at the end of the day, you're on your way to being a great football player. But at the same time, for a man with the resume of Shannon Sharp to come out and give you some pointers of what was done or what wasn't done, hey, take the criticism or take the advice. Move on with it. It's time to get out your feelings. Don't take the Twitter. Don't try to get into no beef and no rant because your feelings are hurt. You know, yes, you're a grown man, yet you yet you stated that in your tweet. But your reaction spoke anything but you being grown. This is a grown man's game. You must have a grown man's mindset. Move on. Play the game. Don't let it get you down. It's your boy, Big Game James. That's my extra point. Yo, yo, yo. As always, another great big game, extra point. Yo, appreciate that, man. Hey, make sure that you like, subscribe, share, comment, word of mouth. Yo, we love doing this. This is so great. Love to have everyone on. Yo, big shout out to Smitty Sports Machine and Smitty stopping through. Sure appreciate it, Jose. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, and everybody else is going to watch. Make sure that you comment. We want to hear what your top five is as well. Next week, we're going to give you a preview. Next Thursday, 6 p.m., next week's top five worst Halloween candies. I already know the top three, so now we just got to figure out the other two. But, yeah, next week, top five, top five worst Halloween candies. Yo, make sure you stop through. Appreciate you. For Big Game James, I'm Jay Stocks, and this has been Big Game Sports Buzz. Oh,
Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O-line soon as the QB say hype? <laughs> it's big game, big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah. <laughs> Set the competition, any play with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about.